It was just a really hopeful experience for me because I think sometimes Gen Z people can kind of get a bad rap in the media. And as I was experiencing competitions with these people who were passionate and intelligent and empathetic, I felt a lot of hope for our future and that these people who are participating in speech and debate are some of our nation's future doctors and teachers and politicians. And it just gave me hope that our future is in good hands and that these people understand that words have power and they're going to use their words to help society. At speech and debate award ceremonies across the nation, the one clap rule was established to expedite the process of awards, to show appreciation to students who earned a trip to the final stage, but avoid long blocks of applause for dozens of students. The one clap is both efficient and infectious. It is a unifier, a celebration of student success, and a moment of in-sync speech and debate community. Welcome to One Clap, a speech and debate podcast. I'm your host, Lyle Wiley. Let's get started. Greetings and salutations, friends. I'm Lyle Wiley, an English teacher and speech and debate coach at Hot Springs County High School in Wyoming, and you're listening to the One Clap Podcast, a pod for speech and debate coaches and competitors from Wyoming or really from anywhere. Thanks so much for listening. Well, I am extremely sleepy, but also extremely grateful to have survived the Wyoming State Speech and Debate Tournament for 2020 that was held online this last weekend. It was quite an undertaking and an amazing one at that. A whole bunch of people in the Wyoming coaching community stepped up to make this happen, and especially the efforts of some folks to run tab and deal with the electronics of the tournament, including Matt Liu and the UW debate team and Nick Ryan, who really did some amazing things for everyone in the community by running this tournament, made it happen. And, it, you know, it was it was really something to be a part of and and remarkably, the team that I have the I'm blessed to help coach came away with the 1A2A championship. So really just a very extremely emotional and exhausting weekend. But I really do think I'm feeling a lot of gratitude right now. I'm very thankful for the opportunity to work with all these amazing students and the coaching community, especially the leadership in our community. I'm just proud to be a part of all that. And I'm so proud of my students, too. And, you know, I, I'm proud of all of the students that I've had the opportunity to coach, and I've seen growth in all of those students. And today on the One Clap Podcast, I'll be bringing you a short conversation with a former competitor that I had the opportunity to work alongside. Back when I was coaching at Torrington High School, I was blessed with the opportunity to coach one young lady named Callie Fermanac for two years. She was a competitor in PF and LD debate, and also an oratory. An oratory was really where Callie flourished the most, although she was an excellent debater as well, who had a lot of success in debate. Uh, these days, Callie is studying elementary education at Concordia University in Seward, Nebraska. But I had the chance to catch up with Callie, and we had a little conversation about her oratories that she competed with, and also we reflected on her thoughts on speech and debate and how that activity has affected her in her walk in life and also just what she thinks is valuable to the activity. It was a nice conversation with Callie, who was, in fact, the 2017 
state champion in original oratory. The only student I've had the opportunity to coach who has won a state championship and uh, just an amazing young lady who was, I was so blessed to have the opportunity to coach Callie. And I'm going to stop chatting and let you have an opportunity to hear our conversation. So without further ado, here is my conversation with Callie Fermanac. Hi, Callie. How are you today? I'm good. How are you, Mr. Wiley? I am doing fabulous. It's so good to talk to a former student and a former speech and debate um, competitor that I got a chance to coach. Although I like to kind of think that you sort of coached me in a lot of ways. I think I might have learned more from you than you learned from me. So <laughs> Ooh, I don't know about that. <laughs> well, I think we learned a lot from each other. It was it was a lot of good time that we had. We do we get to do two years together? Is that right? Yeah, two years. Yes, two great years. Um, wish I could have had you for four. So like, let me ask you a couple of questions that are not super important first. Uh, on a scale of one to 10, how nerdy do you think that you are? Ooh, I would say I'm about a five. <laughs> I love learning about philosophy and theology and education now that I'm studying to be a teacher. But I do have a lot of interests outside of academia, like watching baseball and exercise and hiking. So you're, you're kind of, you're not a traditional nerd then. Okay. So you, no. you're going to stay with a five. Okay. Yeah. And you're, you're yeah. pretty, pretty cool. So yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we, we hear that a lot. Our team, when we, you were with our team, was our team like a collectively nerdy team, do you think? Or were we kind of a, uh, we were a weird mix. <laughs> it was a weird mix. I would say we would lean towards more collectively nerdy than not so. <laughs> What's your like speech and debate origin story? How did you get involved on the team? And like, why did you end up staying? Speech and debate was one of my mom's favorite extracurriculars when she was in high school. She actually was a state champion in oratory um, in Colorado when she was in high school. And so she encouraged me to do so and to join the team at THS because we knew you and we knew you would be an amazing coach, but also she just had such a positive experience in speech and debate and it really helped equip her for adulthood. So when the team was new at THS, I was a little hesitant to join and I wanted to focus my um, time with some other things. But one day I was giving a speech in class and like, wow, I really like this. And um, it was kind of in that moment that I realized words have power and I could use my words to communicate hope to the people around me. So then my junior year, I joined the team. And I'm so glad that you did. So what events did you compete in while you were on the team? While I was on the team, I competed in original oratory for two years and then public forum debate for one year and Lincoln Douglas debate for another year. Can we talk a little bit about your oratories? You were the state champion in oratory in, which year was that? That would have been? 2017. 2017. What was the, the year speech? I graduated. I was, I was thinking it'd be interesting for us to speak to orators a little bit about their topics. So you had two topics because you had the two oratories. The first year, your topic was about quiet courage. Yes. So can you like sort of explain what that topic was about? With Quiet Courage, the main thing I tried to communicate with that speech was that Quiet Courage is not an oxymoron, and a lot of times we'll see acts of courage in the media as heroic acts, but that 
courage can be found in everyday situations and that everyday people can demonstrate acts of courage to help make society a better place. And so with that speech, I just kind of delved into the concept of what is courage. Yeah, and we I think at that time too, we were thinking a lot about different kinds of people, introverts, extroverts, and how right. society sort of puts certain constructs on certain kinds of people. And I'm trying to remember the name of that book that we were kind of interested in that talked about the power of introverts and how we kind of needed to embrace the power of introverts. Maybe I'll, I'll find out what it was and then I'll, I'll put it in the I notes afterwards. I think it was titled Quiet. I don't yeah. remember the, the author's name though at the moment. Yeah, that was a powerful speech and it did well. And then the year after that, what was the topic that you did with, with your oratory? My speech was called The Pain Paradox. And with that speech, I tried to communicate that even though pain has a negative connotation in American society, pain is actually a blessing in our lives. Pain has a purpose and that pain is actually a catalyst for change. And that speech did very well. So <laughs> especially at the state tournament. So yeah, that was, that was quite a moment. It was, it was very exciting to see you a state champion. In <laughs> I kind of knew it was a great possibility. I'm not sure you ever thought it was, but I, I knew it was for you. <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk about oratory just a little bit more because it's fun to okay. reminisce about these times. There were other people on our team that were doing oratories at the same time. Yeah. So what was it like uh, in terms of helping you improve as an orator, having some other people that were working on oratory on the team at the same time? That having other people on the team working on oratory also, I think provided us some really great practice opportunities. There, sometimes it can be a little awkward practicing the, your speech over and over in front of your friends, but I think with that group, we were able to be really honest with each other about some things that maybe the content of our speech or some things that we were doing when we were speaking, whether it be gestures or our posture or something like that. So we would give each other, give our speeches to each other and it just really allowed us to practice that delivery and give each other feedback and just continue to watch each other grow. Yeah, I think you all had such a great relationship. I mean, we all did in that group. And uh, I think it was it was nice that we could be honest with each other and mm -hmm. that you all were able to give each other speeches and do sections of your speeches. And I remember one day you actually delivered the other's speech. You, you would know each other's speeches <laughs> so well that you were trying to do the introduction deliveries for the other people's speeches. And it was quite a community of oratories that we had. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> So what did you, what did you like best about speech and debate? I think kind of going off of the previous question, speech and debate just gave me a lot of, gave me the opportunity to develop some really amazing um, relationships with individuals from my school and from around the state with people who both think similarly to me and who think very differently from me and with these relationships, I hope they'll last the rest of my life. So I think that was like my favorite part of speech and debate. But overall, I think that speech and debate, it was just a really hopeful experience for me because I think sometimes 
Gen Z people can kind of get a bad rap in the media. And as I was experiencing competitions with these people who were passionate and intelligent and empathetic, I felt a lot of hope for our future and that the people who are participating in speech and debate are some of our nation's future doctors and teachers and politicians. And it just gave me hope that our future is in good hands and that these people understand that words have power and they're gonna use their words to help society. Do you think that speech and debate did help you in some ways with your transition into the collegiate world, sort of outside of high school? Absolutely. As I reflect on my extracurricular activities from high school, I think speech and debate helped prepare me for college and just adult life in general the most. Humans are relational creatures and it helped me learn how to talk to people and how to step out of my comfort zone and how to have hard conversations. Yeah, which unfortunately we have to have hard, hard conversations in life sometimes. That's a really great point. Uh, is there anything else that you'd like to share about your speech and debate experience or anything about the community that you'd like to share? I just think that the, the community of Wyoming speech and debate is incredible that we're all able to come from these different parts of the state and um, share these things that we've been working so hard on. And speech, the speech and debate season is long and it requires a lot of hard work, but I think that experience and that competition is something that will benefit um, competitors the rest of their life. Thank you so much. Last question is really important. What's your go-to speech and debate snack? Either while you were preparing for, you know, <laughs> debates uh, during casework or whether you were uh, waiting at tournaments in between the opportunity to compete. What was the go-to snack? I think I had a variety, um, but I guess my go-to was the classic granola bar um, <laughs> because you could eat it real quick for those back-to-bank event times. <laughs> Yeah, you definitely had a lot of those kinds of moments where you had to rush from one event to another. So right. <laughs> second flight at an LD and then you got oratory right afterwards. Yeah, a lot of that kind exactly. of stuff. Is there, do you have any memories, like specific memories that like really stick in your head? <laughs> I just remember with speech and debate, there are times like we talked about where you're kind of running around and you are busy and exhausted, but there are other times when you have a lot of downtime with your teammates. And I just remember sitting at tables and cafeterias having um, just some really awesome conversations with my teammates, which was pretty great. Yeah, we definitely had a lot of strange conversations. <laughs> <laughs> and we learned way more about each other than we really ever wanted to know, I think, sometimes. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Well, thank you so much, Callie, for coming and talking to me. I appreciate it. And I love seeing you. I hope that we can talk again soon. Yes, absolutely. Thanks, Mr. Wiley. Thank you so much to Callie Furmanak for coming on the One Clap podcast and speaking to me about her experiences with speech and debate. It's always a pleasure to talk to Callie. She's a fabulous human being. And I was really lucky to have the opportunity to coach Callie for the time that I had to, to work with her. So uh, thank you again to everyone who had a role in the Wyoming State Speech and Debate tour Tournament, uh, the online tournament for 2020. 
and congratulations to all of the competitors who worked so hard this year. It was really a difficult year in a lot of ways and wasn't what we expected, but I am extremely impressed with all of our competitors. As always, they never cease to amaze me. If you have any ideas, questions, or thoughts about what we could explore on the pod, please reach out on social media or email me at lylewiley at gmail.com. I appreciate everyone who's had a chance to check out the show. Thank you so much for listening. Be safe, be kind, and congratulations to all the state champions out there from the One Clap Podcast.